You're listening to a Broadmoor Podcast production. On Sunday, we continued our home series where we explore the mission of the church and how Broadmoor fleshes that out locally in our context. This week, our group's pastor, Jay Fletcher, preached from John 15, verses 1 through 5, where Jesus teaches about the importance of abiding in Him. Today, we're discussing how doing religious things can turn to performance and legalism, apart from a moment-by-moment connection to Jesus, the true vine. We also talk about practical ways to abide in Jesus and how to avoid some of the common hurdles one might encounter. All of this and more today on After the Message. Welcome, guys, to the podcast. How are you? Great, Mike. How are you, bud? That was, a, that, <laughs> was, that was like the quietest start was, I've ever heard. Really I think quiet. that's the least energetic uh, uh, intro of the podcast we've ever had. It's yes. pretty great, I thought. Yeah. Mm. Thank felt, you for responding. I felt good. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was still be, thinking. It was about to be a really awkward moment. <laughs> what if uh, we'd have said nothing? I was going to see how long we could be silent. <laughs> well, folks, mm. it's just me sitting here talking to myself today. Um so, uh, everybody have a good weekend? Great weekend. Yeah. 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 It was a great yeah. weekend. Yeah. Good. Stay was. out of the heat? Yes. No. Mm. I had you, my whole family here this weekend. Man, it was awesome. Yeah. We had yeah. our uh, two-and-a-half-month-old granddaughter here from Birmingham, and it was her first time in Mississippi. So, uh, that was fun, and then had the whole family together. They were able to be here yesterday, so it was an well, awesome weekend She went us. home going, Mississippi's hot. Now. Yes, she did. <laughs> yes, she yeah. did. Yes, that's great. It was so hot, in fact. Like, so I was, uh, Lori and I were out running some errands on, uh, it, was a, it was Saturday, I guess. And um, we're in the car, you know, and you've got the little temperature gauge that tells <laughs> yeah. you the outside uh-huh. temperature. It was 104. Yep. And um, mm. it was horrible. And then, so we went through the car wash and uh, at some point, and I'm watching the temperature drop in the car wash. We got down to like 88. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then we came you out the other side and it shot back up. Yep. Uh, love it. Did yeah. y'all go get to to see Gideon? Did he? Which car wash did I go through? Oh no, we went. We didn't. We went oh, to the right. one over off uh, in Gluckstadt. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, he, we should go see Gideon. Gideon. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, every Saturday from one to close. There you go. Yeah, he's well, like, go shine. 51. I'm gonna take my car. Yeah. I, I, I gotta You're get my car wash, so I'm gonna take it over there. He takes tips. He said he's made a dollar so far. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is, if you look yeah. at the long range forecast, it's only 107 for a major high this week. So yeah. great day that's to not the, the real wash. field. That's just the that's the man, that's, actual that's, temperature. Yeah. That's yes. crazy. It's miserable. It is. It is. Well, uh, so hey, we're here today, and uh, in the room we've got Jay Fletcher, of course, because uh, he preached on Sunday. Yeah. So great yeah. job, Jay. Yep. Yes. Thank you. Uh, we've also got Preston Crow, Josh Braddy, Sean Selman, and of course Chase Hammock as yes. our producer. Chase, and uh, so it's going to be a good discussion today. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. So Jay, you uh, you picked up sort of the third week of our home series and. Uh, and talked a bit about uh, well, you started by talking about our strategy at Broadmoor, right? And so, absolutely. Um, you want to kind of give us a quick review on that, and just kind of uh, maybe even why why we've even thought or chosen that strategy. Like, why are those yeah. things important to mm-hmm. us as a church? Yeah. So it, it kind of starts itself around worship groups and serve, and we talked about a little bit of a time 
months and months ago where we were just getting ideas from uh, our staff and putting lists together. And, you know, it's one of the things I appreciate about our culture is, is that, man, we, we get input from all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then we sit together and we filter through it. And what came to the top, worship groups and serve. There, there's really nothing original about that. There are probably a lot of churches that are doing that. Yeah. But what we've tried to do is really listen to the Lord in, in worship groups and serve and kind of figure out what is the Broadmoor slant uh, on that and how do we use that as a strategy. But of course, the other piece of that, which we really tried to dig into yesterday, was the, the abide part, mm-hmm. which is really, I mean, if you think about it, I didn't say this yesterday, but really it's the secret sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's the Chick-fil-A sauce for me. On this mm-hmm. yeah. stuff, I so. almost hate to do this, but Mark Evans would not let go of that, right? The abide piece. Mm-hmm. And he, yes. he always made sure that we came back to that. Mm-hmm. And so, so I hate that he's not here, but, yes. and, and I'm having to give him credit. But anyway, Mark, Mark but always think, brought yeah. that back to our attention to say, Hey, yeah. we can do all this stuff. Right which kind of played into Jay's sermon yesterday too, is the whole idea of we can do all this stuff mm-hmm. and if we're not careful at we all, it becomes yep. legalism. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That checklist. So, yeah. Absolutely. So thanks, Mark. Thanks, yeah. Mark. Wherever you yeah. are. We love you. I love the visual yesterday also. Um, I'm thankful yeah. for our media team and mm-hmm. um, giving us not only clarity and, and voice, like in, in yes. for you to be able to say worship groups and serve, but to have that on the screen and to be there for so long, yeah. mm-hmm. like I, I think there was something too, and then the the circle around it and the abide there. There must have been something to it because when I got to life group and I drew the circles and started writing in them, they pointed out that I put the wrong <laughs> words in the wrong circle. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. So they were paying mm-hmm. attention to the circles. That's oh, wow. good. <laughs> like it didn't count it that did, we had the helped. right word, but it was in the wrong place. And yeah. intentionally, we kind of left it there for a long time mm-hmm. because yeah. our hope was as we were kind of talking and drawing out some visual pictures mm-hmm. that people would just be reminded that yeah. that's who we are, that's what we're about. Mm-hmm. And you could see from where I was standing yesterday, people actually drawing, uh, yeah. using that journal yeah. or iPad or whatever, just drawing and, and making some notes on that. So that was a really cool part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it was a great I, – I, and I know, I mean, our series, of course, is talks is talking about all things, you know, uh, our, our our mission, our values, our our strategy. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was obviously a great way to start the the message for that reason. Uh, but uh, also, I think it was a great segue uh, into the passage that you used uh, to talk about what it means to abide in Christ. And so. Um, and again, I, I also appreciated the fact that, you know, we can do those things and they're all great things, but apart from a relationship, if they're not mm-hmm. born out of that relationship that we have with Jesus, um, you know, they can become legal, it can become legalistic and they're mm-hmm. boxes that we're just checking off right. and performing uh, to try to, you know, earn God's favor. Hey, I did, I did my, uh, my duty and uh, all the things that are required of me. And so I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for, for setting it up in the way that you did. And, mm. uh, and so of course you preached, uh, from John 15 in, uh, the first five verses of that chapter, um, which is, uh, of course, where, uh, where Jesus is talking to the disciples. He says, I'm the, I'm the true vine. You are the branches. And, right. and, and then it goes on from there. Um, and so, you know, I, I want to, I want to talk about just one thing that, cause I, this was, I heard it in a way that I've never heard it before, and I think in in and that is uh, in verse two. Mm-hmm. So you actually so the 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 
the translation, the ESV, uh, says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. And so um, you used, uh, like when you, when you preached on this and you talked about this, you used, uh, when, when it gets that phrase, he takes away, like mm-hmm. you talked about how that actually can mean lift up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So talk to us a little more about that because I think that's um, that that's a that's different than what some people might read <laughs> yes. when yes. Or, or what what they might feel or, or see when they when they read that. So I think the critical part is man, we just recognize this is a tough passage to interpret. Yeah. There there are lots of different commentaries out there that say lots of different things, but I think before we ever get to takes away, we we have to see those two words in me. So mm-hmm. for yes. for me, that's where I started in the idea as as I was studying, reading, that that in me part tells me that that is someone that is in Christ, a yeah. a, a believer. So then he gets to the part where he, he talks about takes away, and and in in the ESV, which is the uh, the one the the version of the Bible that we use the most around here. Uh, so I wanted to stay consistent to that, but read and studied through as as he. Uh, kind of used the word takes away and then began to really just study those two words. That was one of those spots as I was as I started the whole process. I just put a question mark by that because mm-hmm. it was a little bit of a challenge for me because I've heard it preached uh, mm-hmm. several different ways. But as I dug into those two words, takes away, what I found were the words lifts up. Mm-hmm. And then I started to study that a little bit more, and it was the picture of what they used to do in in taking care of ancient vineyards mm-hmm. is they would take this branch that has maybe wilted or it's just not doing what it's supposed to be doing, and they would literally take and lift it and prop it closer to the sun so that it would uh, begin to produce fruit again. Mm. So I, I kind of liken that to that's what the Father does in our life. Maybe there are these moments, and y'all, I, I can go back over my life, and I just see so many places where I was that vine, and, and I was not, or that branch, and I was not producing. Uh, I was a believer, but for whatever reason, I was not producing. And you could you could go back to those moments, and you can you can see the vine dresser or the heavenly Father mm-hmm. just lifting me back toward His Son mm-hmm. to get me to the point where I, I couldn't do it myself. I had to. He had to lift me to that place where I had the opportunity to really begin to produce kingdom fruit again for His glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I read, you know, I read a, a couple of commentaries on it uh, yesterday afternoon, and, and you know, and, and so the, the Greek word being arrow mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, what I was reading is that there's actually three possible translations for That's that, right. one of them being yes. lift up. Yet, it's interesting that all of our, you know, almost every Bible translation mm-hmm. that we have uses the, the interpretation of take away. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it's important, and you mentioned this before the show, that, uh, you know, we have to take all of Scripture together. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for those who might read that and go, well, it looks as though that's losing salvation, uh, that we have to compare that with all of the other Scripture that that points against that, as well as what you said to begin with, that it starts all, or this idea of in me, that Mm -hmm. this is a branch that is in him. I actually have written in my Bible pointing to that verse, not lose salvation, and then I've got several verses yeah. that, that prove that it's not losing salvation. So that's a common thing, I think, uh, right. when you read that to get to it and go, wait, is that saying that if I'm not bearing fruit, 
then I can, he's just going to cut me out, cut me off. Uh, am I going to lose my yeah. salvation? I think it's super important too. You pointed out, don't, don't miss the in me mm-hmm. because you're going to see this again in verse right. six. Mm-hmm. I think, I think oftentimes we hear and we, we remember if we've studied John 15 several times, we remember verse six too mm-hmm. and try to make it say what verse two is saying. They're right. Right. And they're, and they're different. Correct. Right. And, and so in verse six, if you go on down there, it talks mm. about a branch that is one, either not connected to him mm-hmm. or a branch that has withered. Right. So, which is a little different. Um, and I think in this one, if you look at it, he starts off in verse two, every branch that is in me. And then he describes two types of branches, mm-hmm. one that is not bearing fruit and then one that is bearing fruit. But for both of them, the end of the verse so that they may bear fruit, mm-hmm. right? So so his desire is no matter, as long as the branch is in him, connected to him, the desire is for it to bear fruit. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, it's an, Jesus is using an illustration, a practical one. There are, if you go outside and look at plants, mm-hmm. there there are plants that have a branch that is attached but it is not um, – something is not allowing it to connect to the true source of life. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, it withers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's something that's – it's not connected. Mm-hmm. It may be a part of that tree, but it's not connected mm-hmm. to the source of life. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, it, there's no way that it can bear fruit. Um, and so, in those – that description in verse 6, those branches are cast mm-hmm. off, mm-hmm. Um, well, I, which is different. And I love the way you, you just said that because actually, you know, when you get to verse 6, it almost – it's almost like Jesus is starting a whole new uh-huh. yeah. line of thought there. Mm-hmm. So, so Those everything that before that, th- these are these are branches that are in me. And then verse six, if anyone does not abide in me, mm-hmm. and then it talks about That's how right. yes. you know he is he's thrown away mm-hmm. like a branch and withers. Right. And so, yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, that that created some rousing discussion yes, in did. our life group yesterday. So, <laughs> yeah. created uh, some good conversation all across. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I so not to dwell there, but I think it's interesting too though, just like for us, I can imagine Jesus walking down the road, seeing this vineyard and pointing to it in all of these scenarios. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. and what it does is it causes this rousing discussion among his disciples. Mm-hmm. Like I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. And and the the way that he points us back to himself and I can imagine as he's teaching, there's we see it throughout scripture. There's all kinds of questions that come up for yep. them all the time. Yeah. They don't have everything figured out. Right. But they know the person that yeah, does. That's right. And and I think right. even in our life groups, when we look at scripture, it ought to cause us to ask questions mm-hmm. and to stir up this discussion, but ultimately for the sake of being pointed back to him. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so like, yeah, questions, discussions is this never is bad. Great. And I love the yeah. way that he tied all of these deep truths to things that they would see right. in their everyday lives. Mm-hmm. Because right. you know that beyond this point, there were times where they would pass a vineyard and their mind would go back to this yeah. and they would see He's, maybe a branch with no fruit or they would see a branch mm-hmm. with fruit and yeah. they would start thinking about their own lives yes. even. And right. am I bearing fruit and what does mm-hmm. this look like? So, yep. He was he was the master teacher, and that Absolutely. was one of the things that he was great at was taking just everyday, as they were going types mm-hmm. of illustrations and saying, "Hey, let's talk about this." Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
So last week in uh, on the podcast, we we had a little bit of discussion about talking about how sometimes we segment our lives into the sec- the sacred and the secular, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, I think that that carries over even into to today's discussion because you know part of abiding, it's it's not just doing the things you know it's not just coming to worship and which is one of the things in our strategy, right? <laughs> it's not just, uh, you know, not just going to groups and, and serving, um, but it is that that ongoing uh, day-to-day, moment-by-moment relationship with Jesus. And you said uh, something to the effect that, you know, everything that we do this week will come from this connection, you know, the yes. connection that we have with Jesus or the lack thereof. And I love that because it, it just reinforces that idea that, you know, everything that we do uh, is everything that everything is sacred. We said that last week. Everything is sacred, <laughs> and um, and so there is no, you know, there is no uh, our church life and our our personal lives or our work life. It's it's all connected, and uh, and if we have a relationship with Jesus, that ought to be coming out in in our yes, you know, every realm, every sphere of our life. Uh, ought to be influenced by that relationship. So talk to us a little more about that. Yeah, so when it's, you know, for me, as I was just kind of thinking and praying through how how to communicate that effectively, the the thing that kept coming to my heart was, you know, worship groups and serve, those are great things. That, but I, the question that kept coming to my mind, even had a conversation with a young guy yesterday after life groups were over, and, and the question is, why do I do those things? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he he made that comment. He said, "So so for me, I run my life. As a young guy, I run my life by a checklist. So, so do I. And you know the the problem with worship groups and serve, although they're great things, they can feel very much like a checklist. But you begin to ask yourself, why do I go to worship? Mm-hmm. Why do I begin to look at the deeper parts mm-hmm. of that worship piece, the group's piece, the serve piece?" My motivation has to be because this gives me life. It, mm-hmm. it gives me life because these things help me connect to my relationship with Christ. I think I, I likened them as as incubators, places mm-hmm. where we're nourished and we we grow. Mm-hmm. So the the motivation, the why behind that, when, when I miss that or lose that, that's when I find myself trying to live life on my own. Mm-hmm. That's where it. It just meant it'll exhaust you. It'll wear you down. And then you begin asking yourself, is it worth it? Well, that's the wrong question. You got to come back to those three things. And why do I go to worship? Why do I serve? Why do I connect to a group? Why do I want to be held accountable? You know, a lot of those things we talked about in the deeper part of the groups we run from, we're scared. You know, we don't want to be held accountable. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be transparent. But the, the why behind that is I need that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and when I when I approach it in that way, it it sets God up to do some pretty incredible things in my life, and and the glory, the fruit that comes from me, glory goes back to Him. When I am living on my own, I'm looking for the glory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking for fruit to come out that says, "Way to go, Jay, out of boy." Mm-hmm. But when I'm when I'm living with the correct why. I'm, I'm positioning myself for God to use me and produce fruit in me that's going to be kingdom glorifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we talked a good bit about that in our life group yesterday, about the, the um, kingdom aspect of it, because mm-hmm. you can do a lot of good things yes. and it not be kingdom-oriented, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you can certainly, uh, you can be a Christian or not be a Christian and still come to a worship gathering, mm-hmm. 
or not be a Christian and come to a small group or right. not be a Christian and go serve somehow. And it may on the outside look great and right. the service may actually be of service to someone. Mm-hmm. And yet at the end, it may not be kingdom. The fruit may not be kingdom fruit. Right. Mm-hmm. So that motive, I think, is, yeah. is the key. Mm-hmm. I, and I would actually, you know, uh, I would actually argue that that word worship, you know, is not just, you know, in, in the context of our strategy, that almost is the abiding part in my mind, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. we're not just talking about right, corporate worship, like right. the, what sure. we do for an hour on Sunday. Right. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's daily mm-hmm. moment by moment worship and, and glorifying, you know, again, I go back to, to Romans 12, you know, mm-hmm. talking about offering our bodies as living sacrifices mm-hmm. that are holy Absolutely. and acceptable to God. This is our reasonable act of worship. And so, you know, mm-hmm. when we, when we glorify God in, in those mundane everyday activities, uh, you know, as an act of worship to him, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we abide, we abide right. in him. Right. So, yeah, it was a really great. Um, so we talked about, uh, or you talked about, you kind of wrapped up sort of by talking uh, about how we practically abide, like, like what are, how can that flesh out for us? And you gave a list of things, right? Um, yes. Uh, w- so, and I think there are, there are at least a couple of them I think we should talk about. Um, right. The very first one that you said um, was was use a paper copy of God's <laughs> Word. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so that was that was wrapped around the idea. I, w- I was trying to find some other words that would relate yeah. other than, you know, just uh, remaining, uh, being constant. Mm-hmm. I was trying to make some, some real practical things that people could uh, handle that people could mm-hmm. grab onto. So yeah. the one you're referencing is the one where we were talking about setting up shop. Right. And when I think about setting up shop, and that's my that's my spot, you know, where I'm just it's my Bible, it's my uh, it's my journal, it's whatever else I need, a cup of coffee for sure, and yeah. and being there in that moment where I'm setting up shop, and what I found, and and research even kind of throws that out there that. The Bible, uh, the Bible itself, a hard copy of God's Word is better in that moment than my phone. Now, my phone is a wonderful resource, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do. I use it regularly, uh, even sometimes out on the road, just uh, letting the Bible app read to me as, mm-hmm. as I'm driving, and you need that in traffic around this area. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, you know some holy and spiritual moments. But, but when, I, when I found, or what I have found, is that even though I turn off the notifications I'm still apt mm-hmm. to look at it mm-hmm. to see if I've missed anything. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I I like to be needed, you know. Right. I, I and and it's if it's close by, I'm going to look at it. Yeah. So I I have tried to practice putting it in another room or in another place or my bag uh, if I'm in a coffee shop and just open up a hard copy mm-hmm. of God's Word. Mm-hmm. And for me, that has been um, that's been a practice that has been super helpful. And then the other part of that is is a journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, of just having something to write down your thoughts. And some people uh, even had it brought up yesterday. Well, I use my phone for that. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a journal coming your way very soon <laughs> that you can use to write down your thoughts and your questions yeah. and, and things like that. So that was yeah. uh, set up shop. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's something, because um, I, I agree, I, th- I think there is when we have a copy, a, a physical copy of God's Word, when we pick it up and go to it, our mind knows we are only going to this because it is God's word that we're going to study. Hmm. 
I think we use our phones for so many other things that when we pick it up, our mind's like, okay, what are we going to now? That's are we right. going to Facebook? There's going to, yeah, there's yeah. just right. a there's a mental connection mm-hmm. to our phone kind of being this multi-tool, right? Yes. Whereas yeah. our Bible, hard copy is our Bible. It is mm-hmm. God's Word. And so like you, I use my phone for lots of things related to Bible study. I may look things up on it. I may mm-hmm. listen to things on it. But I do think there's a different feel it is to yeah. um, to having a, yeah. a physical copy. So at a conference a few years back, they talk, there's been a study this, that's done um, talking about text and why it's important, not only from um, a spiritual standpoint, but even academic. Um, but when you open up a physical object, mm-hmm. th- it affects memory hmm. uh, yeah. because you have a you have a location. Mm-hmm. Like you're identifying a location. It's hard to see a location yeah. on your screen. Right, right. Um, the weight that mm-hmm. if I'm in New Testament, it feels heavier on the left mm-hmm. side than the right side. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Like all those things play into our memory and how we think yeah. about things. Yeah. So there's this whole study That's done. true, because there are that. texts that I can tell you right now without right. turning to it. It's on the right-hand that, lower side of my Bible. That's right. Because so, every time I've gone and read that text, it kind of burns in so your memory. those things mm-hmm. help us. I think the second thing that I thought about is even the good things I have in that tool will distract me. Yes. Because if if I start reading, like, i give you, for instance, there's some great tools for Bible study out there, right? Mm-hmm. If I have my iPad or my iPhone, I will find myself leaving this passage of Scripture mm-hmm. to go look up that word. What does the Greek uh, right, say? What right. is that? And so I'm in this pursuit of intellect versus... What does God really want to say to me? Yes. Like to slow down. Yes. And when those tools become available to me, mm-hmm. they are helpful, but they may actually distract me mm-hmm. from what God yeah. is wanting in that very moment. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I, I agree. Like well, half times this been in a physical Bible. I have to say that knowing that that was going to be in your message, um, I, I intentionally went and grabbed my paper Bible <laughs> to do the call to worship yesterday morning. I will tell you this, sitting on the front row, I I, I knew uh, or I noticed that you had a regular copy of God's Word when you normally would read from your phone. I, I, I did see that. Yeah. So. And then what I did is I laid it down after after I finished, and we did the whole song set. And yes. then uh, the, the scripture readers came up, and I grabbed my my. Mic stand uh-huh. and walked away and left the Bible sitting in the middle of the stage. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> so, I was already making a plan of picking it up or moving it, but I was not going to stand no. on the word on that. I told our stage manager, I said, Hey, uh, uh, when you take the podium out, can you, can you <laughs> grab my Bible? Because, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I forgot it's laying right there. <laughs> so, um, love it. Funny moment. Yes. Yes. Uh, and by the way, I'm sure that the guy that I saw over the weekend uh, who was uh, driving uh, down Highland Colony Parkway uh, with his hands on top of the steering wheel and his phone. Uh, mm. He totally, was reading his Bible? I'm sure he was reading, reading scripture. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, hey, uh, so... Thank you, though, for I think for those those practical those practical mm-hmm. steps to to abiding. I, I I loved the, you know, there was the 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 paper copy of God's Word, a journal to write down mm-hmm. thoughts, and uh, and I love that we've got you know we do have a a Broadmoor journal that that we're about to uh, release sometime in the near future. Yeah, and uh, or you could buy one of uh, one of uh, Josh's like yes. big 
big yeah I don't what do you call that Josh <laughs> <laughs> so I love moleskin journals uh, that, that's the brand uh, you get them on Amazon and typically I think when they were created when I started them uh, golly two decades ago um, they were the smaller ones right uh-huh. so like eight and a half by five mm-hmm. 5.5 this one is eight and a half by eleven. Like it is a humongous it's journal. It's a Moleskin Pro, uh, and so it. I mean, it costs a little bit Professional more. Professional note takers. <laughs> but if you like journals and you like to have the size of the big paper, and I really appreciate. Uh, so it's leather bound, but it's also pliable. So it, uh, it can it can fold up. Mm. Uh, it 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 holds well under uh, my house, mm. which my kids would yeah. take and hit each other with and throw across the floor. And it holds up real well. So I See, love it. What you just did with that right there, yes. I could never do that. This? Yes, that bugs me. Like, <laughs> wow. Fold, folding it over? It, it yes. looks like a coach's notebook. I, I feel like it's I'm in the back pocket. So I mean, it, yeah. yep. I feel so like I'm ruining it. No, that's what it's for. Well, yeah. that's why maybe so, but I still. <laughs> oh, Let's just say you can't do that right with now. your iPad. You cannot yeah, sorry, do that. Cannot. No. You should not do that with your iPad. <laughs> I think the OCD side of me just, you know, just resists that's, that what, with that, everything I am. If, if that's you, there's also a hard bound <laughs> copy. That's right. You it is impossible it. to that's do right. that. I buy this, so I can do this. And now I'm going to walk by Mike's office and just, <laughs> just, just fold it up and start moving it around. Yeah, I'm getting really tense right now. Uh, hey, Pro, Amazon, I, do it. An, another yes. thought, shift back. Your setup shop, there was something that you said at the very end that I think is also important. You use the words stay, be still, and mm-hmm. linger. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I, I think that's important. Mm. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not just about reading the text. It's not just about journaling thoughts. But I think so many times we will hurry Mm-hmm. Like I've read the text, I've made some notes, and now let's move on. Mm-hmm. But if we just breathe and yeah. pause long enough to sit, mm-hmm. yeah. um, I th- I think that's like we miss that a lot. Yeah, we just we live in such a hurried, busy world, and this mm-hmm. practice is just so different than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think there there are a lot of times when you're you're really spending time with the Lord, and you're you're trying to linger in that. And you know there's something coming next, but there, there's this this moment where God speak, mm-hmm. and you know God speaks on His timing, not mine, mm-hmm. and and that's a part where I I personally wrestle with that just because I need it now. Mm-hmm. But then the other part is um, I, I think I talked a little bit about what happens when God is silent, and, and there there are many many times when you don't hear immediately, and and what's God doing in those moments? Well. We've got to understand that God's still working, even though for mm-hmm. us, for me, it it feels like, right. mm. man, is he ever going to talk to me about it through his word or through other people? And, and then you, you realize that and just trust the fact and have faith in the fact that God's working in spite of what seems like silence to us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think I kind of had two, though, as you talked about the lingering, I kind of had two competing thoughts in my head. One was... That's probably the best indicator as to where our heart is during that time, mm. because mm-hmm. if we can linger and listen, then we're probably there for the right reasons versus when we just kind of rush out of it and straight to the next thing. And so mm-hmm. I had that thought going, so we need to linger more. The other thought I had was there are seasons in life where it seems like lingering is so hard, mm. not because you don't desire it yes. or want to, just it seems like stage 
maybe you've got young kids running around and you're just trying to keep them from, you know, mm-hmm. falling down the stairs or whatever. And so <laughs> I I think there's always a tension when I hear it of I, mm-hmm. I want to be that. And I think a yeah. lot of people want to be that. And right. yet finding, making, carving out sure, the time yeah. to experience that without the, without the, I, I don't even want to say distractions because a lot of times right. it's not like bad things. They're good right. things, you know, mm-hmm. things you have to tend to. Um, sure. Has it been for you, I'll start with you, Jay, but has it been, <laughs> have you noticed an ebb and flow to that over your your life Absolutely. and kind of the stage mm-hmm. of life, seasons of life? Yeah, so the stage of life we're in right now, man, our, our kids are gone, married, mm-hmm. um, grandkids, so we're we're living with that empty house and i will mm. tell you it's a beautiful place uh, <laughs> yeah. it is a beautiful yeah. place literally there's no toys literally no, well <laughs> right. until the grandkids come over it's and like pour everything like, out, out. There you uh, go. that's it but preston i think the answer is yes man it has been all over the map for mm. us um sure. you know and and i think uh, my encouragement would be wherever you find yourself and mm. so many you know in our church young families they're mm. trying to navigate this look don't start with an hour yeah. Start yeah, with 10 or 15 right. minutes yeah. that you mm-hmm. can find, right. and it may not be completely silent, but start mm-hmm. somewhere. Just right. just practice the discipline of just sitting with Jesus mm-hmm. and and know that you know you'll you'll come to a point where you are an empty nester and you can you can literally sit for an hour if you choose to do that. But I think the sweet spot is finding the space. I, I trust the fact that God can do more in five minutes. If I just give him with the five right minutes, hearts. Mm-hmm. yes, and yeah. And, yeah. and don't don't rush away. That's right uh, from those moments. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel though in in that lingering? Right. So I, I mm-hmm. think there there's some of us. I would be in this category. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should be doing something, mm-hmm. and lingering is mm-hmm. hard because in in some ways I'm going to linger. I'm going to say, okay, I'm just going to sit and pee, mm-hmm. but then 30 seconds in. I'm I'm doing things yes. in my mind, mm-hmm. or I'm thinking right. of things, or, I, or I'm even like feeling anxious because yeah. I'm not thinking of things. Yet I should be, uh, and then I, I may have lingered for ten minutes, mm-hmm. but in, in th- it was to no avail, right? Mm-hmm. Because I got lost in my thoughts and yes. didn't just rest mm-hmm. in Christ. So yes. how, how do you how do you navigate mm-hmm. that? Even oh, if it's man. more a few minutes, it, I think it's uh, do you give yourself permission to. Yeah, I, you, you, there are going to be days when there's so much on your mind. Mm-hmm. That that five minutes of lingering, it, it's going to be chaos. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I think the beginning practice of it is just I'm going to take this five minutes, this fifteen minutes, and I'm going to sit with the Lord, and I'm going to trust that the Lord is at work in my life, even though my mind is so distracted. Yeah. So yes, you have to give yourself permission to fail in that because yeah. we are. I mean, I can list off many times mm. where I failed in it, but I, I think it's the the understanding in my heart that I need this. Mm-hmm. I, I have to have this in my life a, as a discipline. Mm. And there, you know, there, there are still times now when with an empty house where it could be 45 minutes to an hour, but there's still those moments of five minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, and I, I have to give myself permission when the hour can't happen or the 45 can't happen, that five or 10 or 15 can happen and trust God with that five, 10 mm-hmm. or 15 mm-hmm. to do what only God can do in me. Yeah, yeah. I would even say, like we, we've talked about the seasons for young families, small kids, mm-hmm. just... If you have that moment that you can open up God's word, spend five, 10, 15 mm-hmm. minutes in it, just at the end of it, don't close up and move on, mm-hmm. but just like take a deep breath mm-hmm. just yeah. and just remind yourself that that was good. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just 
to me, it's about, like you said, use the word rest, mm-hmm. resting, not on what I need to do for God or what does God need to do for me or, yeah. but just going, God, you're so good. Mm-hmm. And, and just being able to breathe. And if, if it's 10 seconds, right. at least give them that 10 seconds. Yeah. And I, one of the things that we communicate in the commitment when we do our, our parent-child dedication stuff is we, we tell parents often, hey, we understand life gets hectic when children enter the picture. And so don't, don't disqualify yourself. That's right. Don't, um, don't go, this, this can never be done. But you, you take every moment that you, you can mm-hmm. and you, you show yourself grace because the Lord's showing you grace. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the reminders of, hey, we, we ought to linger or we ought to read the word or we, like, we should not look at that as um, the Lord looking down on us wanting to cause guilt and shame. Mm-hmm. But those reminders of, oh, I need to spend time in the word mm-hmm. or I need to linger are the general reminders of the Lord calling you back to himself. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that, that picture of going, Hey, I, I have time. Like I want to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, so often we picture that as guilt and shame versus grace. Mm-hmm. And so I think to remind ourselves of that throughout those seasons yeah. of life. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. Let's come back to him. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love what you said a minute ago, Jay, of I need this. I have to have this because mm-hmm. I think that's getting back to the heart of, how we live our life. Either we live life um, saying, I don't really need this and mm-hmm. I can get by today, you know, on yesterday's bread, right? I, I can get by today because I've been a Christian long enough that I kind of know what life should look like and the words that should come out of my mouth and what, you know, appearances I should have. And it becomes more about I've, I've done it long enough. I know what to do versus mm-hmm. I'm actually desiring to spend time with God because I have to. I need right. it. Mm-hmm. Daily, it reminds me of the end of verse five, where apart from me, you can do nothing. And I right. think sometimes we can fool ourselves into thinking, "No, I can do stuff mm-hmm. apart from him." <laughs> I, yes, I, I've got enough track record that I can do. I can right. do stuff apart from him, but right. nothing of significance, of eternal exactly. kingdom significance, is right. going to happen apart from him. Yeah. Yes, it's good. Uh, good discussion today, guys. Um, uh, so as we look ahead to next week, it'll be the last the last day in this series, and um, and I love you know going back to what you were talking about, Sean. Um, you know we're gonna we're gonna actually gonna talk more about the challenge that we're uh, right. issuing to households mm, to that's right. to spend time in God's Word over the next year, and so you're gonna hear a lot more about that next Sunday, and we're actually gonna uh, gonna issue a challenge and, and ask for some commitments, and yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Um, You'll hear more about that uh, in our service uh, this this weekend. Uh, I, I do want to say, you know, as a church, <clears throat> we want to provide you with you know resources uh, to accomplish the things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And you know, so we mentioned the journal that we're we're publishing uh, uh, coming up soon, and that and that's really just it's it's meant to be just that a resource that you can use. Nothing special necessarily about this journal over uh, you know Josh's massive. <laughs> um, moleskin Pro. journal over there, moleskin but Pro. yeah, it's the but best. um, uh, but another thing as we talk about reading God's word and lingering and spending time there, uh, I want to I want to just remind folks that we do have a Bible reading plan uh, that you can uh, you can sign up to be a part of. You can actually get reminders about that and links to that uh, every day uh, via text message. And so, if you'd like to sign up for that and you, you're not already, uh, you can text the word. Word, W O R D, 
uh, W-O-R-D-2, the number 32373. And, uh, and then you'll begin to receive those in, uh, each day. You'll get a passage to read and then some questions to help you in reflection as you linger on what you've read. So um, just reminding everyone of that resource. So great discussion today, guys. Thank you uh, for your time. Mm-hmm. And as always, it's, it's great. Thank you. Glad to Thank do you. life with you. Amen. Love you guys. Absolutely. This has been a production of Broadmoor Baptist Church. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others and don't forget to subscribe. To help us spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe as well. They can find us wherever they prefer to get their podcasts. And if you'd like more information about Broadmoor, please visit our website at broadmoor.org or connect with us on your favorite social media platform where we're listed as at my Broadmoor. Thanks for listening.